Welcome to the Airshares Podcast with Mavis Gregg and Otis Jennings. Hi, Mavis. I've got a fun topic today. I think yeah. it's fun. I went to this concert once in Mississippi on a farm that had been turned into a museum of sort. It was a historic location. One of the several probably places that claim to be a birthplace to blues. They still grew some crops there, but they had some type of special designation, landmark status. Uh, I'm sure not everyone has that option with their property, but can you tell us about other mechanisms for using your land in, in creative ways that can benefit the family? Yeah, and family land takes different forms. It it might just be a home on a small parcel or Mm -hmm. a plot of land where the sole function is residential, or it could be acreage that can be used for agriculture and horticulture. Sorry. (laughs) What's going on with my voice? Um, (laughs) What? I said horticulture. Yeah, it could be used to horticulture. Yeah, agriculture, horticulture. Now you didn't mess me up. Horticulture. Anyway, my point is there are a lot of opportunities to land. So if we're thinking about real estate that can only be used for residential purposes, then families could consider, certainly if no one in the family is living in the property, they could consider renting the property out. They could consider, hopefully they retain ownership if it's meant to provide a source of intergenerational wealth, but it could look different. It may be that the family no longer desires or needs to keep the property. And so another opportunity would be to gift the property to an organization that would use it or that could sell it and use the proceeds to, for whatever their mission is. When it gets, when we get into the agricultural agricultural space. Of course, we think of traditional ag with farming. A lot of farmers, particularly farmers who have smaller acreage, can take advantage of growing niche crops instead of relying on traditional row crops. I've heard of someone who had maybe like an acre and they grew this particular kind of pepper and they made so much more money on that than they would have any other way of using the land, just growing peppers. And then there's forestry, which I was not familiar with forestry until I started working with heirs property owners. And forestry in North Carolina, for example, which is in the wood basket of the United States, forestry is over $28 billion a year industry, which is huge. If you think about, if you just look around your home, there's so many items that are made from trees that are derived from trees. So trees are very important for economic purposes, but trees are also important for conservation purposes. And that's another opportunity for land is conservation. Whether you're doing your own conservation practices that you've determined are best for your land or engaging with a third party, typically a environmental NGO or the like to implement practices on your land for the purpose of conservation and they can provide you funding in exchange. So one idea that comes to mind is a conservation easement. So an easement is where a landowner gives someone else some sort of rights related to their property. A conservation easement, the right would be to restrict how the property is developed and for the purpose of protecting some sort 
or sorry, for the purpose of some sort of conservation value. And it could be that you have a gopher tortoise habitat on your property or that your property <laughs> or that your property is um, located near an important water source and developing the property in a certain way could harm that. And so a conservation organization could pay the landowner for conservation easement. Typically those are in perpetuity, but there are term easements. What else? Hunting? You can license your land for hunting. You can use your land for recreation, other types of recreation activities. I've even heard about families where they've had markets, grocery stores on their, a grocery store on their land, a grits mill. They're doing a lot, which is really cool. So yeah, there's lots of different opportunities. I think it's important to understand what the characteristics of your family land are and what resources are available in the area to support your land. It, it'll vary if you have a family, your family has a row house in Brooklyn, what you need for the opportunities is very different from uh, a family in, I don't know, Texas who has lots of acreage with trees on it. The considerations are different. So it is important to know what the characteristics are and what resources are available in order to inform your strategy to, to take advantage of those opportunities. Speaking of Texas tree acreage, forestry acreage, and I know we're going to talk about family stories later, but we have some land in my family that my father put trees on, had trees planted on and that lowered the tax bill for us. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a pretty cool. Pretty oh yeah, that's another opportunity with land. Yes, thank you for pointing that out. Yeah, a lot of states have incentives for, as it relates to property taxes, as it relates to how you use your land. So one way is in North Carolina, we call it present use value. It has a different term in other states, but basically if the property is being used for agriculture, and you can demonstrate that it's being used for agriculture, then they will assess a value that's lower than market value because ag value is significantly less than market value. And then that what that means is when they multiply it by the tax rate, the amount of taxes owed is much lower. So that's something that families who are using their land for agriculture should be aware of. But then there's also tax deferment programs. One that comes to mind is for seniors, the folks who are of a certain age, they could either have an, a different assessment, a lower assessment of the property value, or they could have a tax deferment where the senior citizen owner is paying a percentage of the property taxes. And then the remaining um, percentage is covered by the local government. And then when that senior passes away or transfers their property, like selling it or something, then that that money that they didn't pay is due. And so the either the new owner or proceeds from a sale will cover that. That's cool. A lot of options for families. We should encourage people to look into them. Mm-hmm. <laughs>